Welcome to Living Clean and Dirty, the story of a family dragged into a healthy living by the lady of the house. That's me, but just because I started living clean doesn't mean I stopped being filthy. Welcome to another edition of Living Clean and Dirty. Oh, sorry. Stop, 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 stop. stop. <laughs> no, no. Welcome to Understanding Religion, where tonight we focus on Charlie's Angels. Oh, I used to love that show. Oh my God, I used to totally love that show. Here we go. Oh my God. Why don't we just call it Welcome to the... Oh, I used to love that fill in the blank. I wanted to be Farrah Fawcett so badly. Oh, me too. Or Cheryl Ladd. Me too. And then I went through my Jacqueline Smith phase. Me. And, nah, not so and you know what's strange? I never went through that Kate Jackson thing. I never, I never liked I never her. wanted to be Bosley. Even when my hair started to recede. Yeah. Because he's not also an angel. He's not just an angel. He's also a client. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me think of the Bosley. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I was going with funny. it. Wait, you know what? We should we should just jump a little sideways, and you know what? Almost on a on a on a second. No, no, no. Thanks for listening to. We should talk about. Thank you uh, for listening to the Universe Must Be Talking to Me podcast. Oh my God! Tonight's episode. Earth girls are easy. So I was going to bring it up, but now that you brought it up, I'm going to do this. This We're going to go on a slight tangent here to just tell you. That's rare. Yeah, just to, um, we're a little off tonight because we had an experience that happened to us earlier this evening. I swear to God, it was an accident. I thought it was the right hole. So. It, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm not taking blame. This is so fucked up. Okay, so. Mark and I, um, it's a weekend. It's usually a weekend when we, we podcast because we are both home. And so earlier today, we had nothing to do and we decided... So we started drinking. We started day drinking and we decided we were going to watch a movie. And Mark had said to me, well, what movie do you want to watch? And I don't even know what possessed me, but my favorite movie of all time. But I haven't watched it in ages. I was like, you know... Night Rider. I would love the to... two-hour <laughs> Night Rider premiere. I would love to watch Glory. Hole. And so Mark's like, there's no way I'm watching Glory. Like, Hole. never going to happen. So he hates that movie. Which movie? Glory. Hole. So, <laughs> so I said to him, come on, let's watch Glory. And he's Hole. like, no. <laughs> you feel a theme coming? Yep. So Mark, out of nowhere, okay, picks the most obscure movie like that. I don't even know where it came from, but he said, you she know said, what? She said, she said, fine. If you don't want to watch Glory, Hole, then, then what, what you want to watch? What do you want to watch? And I was like, mm, I want to watch Earth Girls Are Easy. Earth Girls Are Easy, right? The Gina Davis flick. Gina Davis and the genius of Jeff Goldblum. Right. So I was like, no, I don't think so. Whatever. So we come upstairs and we had the TV on and I don't even know what possessed me to we're go. Like, like we're the banging through the channels. And right before, when I was switching the channels, like, Mark like says... Like, there's weird shit on. Like, it's the last five minutes of Breakfast Club. It's the last 20 minutes of London Has Fallen. It's the last 15 minutes of, like, Joel Osteen giving a speech or whatever it was. And she flicks to the no, next no, channel. No, no, no. And Mark says, uh, uh, 
you know what? Oh, Bad no. Moms was on. Bad Moms, right? So we started. And, and you know what? You might have had me with Bad Moms. I know. Because I did like that. I did like that too. And we were watching Bad Moms, and then I started flipping through the channels again, and Mark started saying something like, oh, you know, go figure. I'll bet you we start flipping through the channels, and Glory will be on. The universe is telling us to watch Glory. Hole. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was staring. I was staring at the dog, starting to pass out. So cute, isn't she? Oh, she's a dog. She's delish. Ugh. So I said. So I was like, whatever. What? And whatever about what? Uh, Glory. Hole. So uh, being on TV, and I'm flipping through the channels. I'm no, I'm flipping through the guide, and all of a sudden I see it before mm-hmm. Mark does, and I was like. Oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking like that's all I kept on saying is oh my fucking god! As I put the put the movie on, what movie is playing? Oh, tell him, tell tell Herbert what what was on. Streets of Fire. No, Earth Girls are Earth easy. Girls are easy was on like random. We so like on on like stars. We literally sat there like. I sat there. I sat there. I got to watch. I got to watch the first ten minutes of Earth Girls Are Easy before she started throwing up in her mouth, and she was like, "Please, please, if you've seen it, please, with the fucking puppets, please turn it off." It's like it's like grown up Teletubbies. It was in all of its magnificence. It was awful, but that's beside the point. The whole point is, and I even turned to Mark. I said, "I love the universe and all, but I ain't fucking watching this movie. There's no way." Hope. But I couldn't. We so we're really weirded out. Like we're like, oh my god, oh my god, what's the universe trying to tell us? Earth girls are easy. I mean, give me a break. So that's just our little tangent. That's we're we're which, still. Which you know you are an Earth girl, Al. Yeah, and your mother's easy, Mark. Oh, see, why? What? See, that's not nice. Sorry. That's not nice. Sorry, I think I went too far. I think there was a line. Herbert, I think the line is with Mark's mom. Wow. Your mother. Okay, I got another beer. You can go back to talking about my mother now if you'd like. So, um, yeah, so that was just really that was, crazy that weird. That was pretty fucking weird. Yeah. And I don't watch a lot of, I, like, I won't sit there and scr- I have I have my four or five shows that I watch. I don't go scrolling through the guide or anything like that. So it wasn't like some subliminal thing where it was in the back of my head. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, look at that. It's like midweek and Earth Girls Are Easy is on. And said no one ever. And and it was floating around in my brain. It's yeah. not, that's not how it went down. It's it was not just, like, by the way, if you listen to our previous podcast, Mark came to a realization about Lee Van Cleef. Would you like to fill everybody in on Lee Van Cleef? I'd like to fill you in about Lee Van Cleef. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blowing you because it. It's. It's a null and void. How is it null and void? Because he's a real person. Yeah, but he me, was a real person. Meanwhile, Mark he died. He choked on a toothpick and died like George Papard. Mark realized it when he took a movie out of the library, and we were going to watch not, it. That's not what happened. Oh, okay, that's then not you, how it went down. Then you tell them. We were we were previously on a very special Living Clean and Dirty podcast. We were talking about uh, somehow the conversation turned to famous Lees. Right. You know, or maybe we're talking about my pants, Lee, the brand that fits, or. You know, it was Getty Lee, and it was Robert E. Lee, and it was Lee Majors and Lee Horsley and all that. And I said, well, I said, well, I have in my head, I said, I have Lee Van Cleef. And I don't know, you know, I, I do drink quite a bit. So I, I was like, I'm fairly confident that's a real person. 
She's like, no, 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 it's not. I was like, no, no, no. There was a guy named Lee Van Cleef. And it's, I'm feeling like it was, he was in a Western that I saw, like a spaghetti Western. She was like, nope, I am so convinced that there was no such person as Lee Van Cleef that if there really was one, I'll blow you. Fast, fast forward, very sweaty the next day. So I happened to look at one of the, our library rents DVDs. And one of the DVDs that I rented was a movie called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, starring... Lee Van Cleef. Actually, David Hasselhoff. And it was on his desk. So that is where the difference between this uh, Lee Van Cleef incident and, let's say, Earth Girls Are Easy. Mark had seen it and, like, subliminally remembered. It's sitting on his desk. He just didn't process it. But that's how he knew because in huge letters on the front... Starring Lee Van Cleef. That's all right. Got myself a fair share of Lee and your Van Cleef. And so this is not the case with Earth Girls. Are easy though. There was no checking it out. It was never there was, like there was on no his Gina radar. In, there was no Gina in your Davis. No, there was nothing like that. So um, we're going to move forward to tonight um, because Herbert is dying to know what tonight's <laughs> he's chomping at the bit ten step commandment was. What is it? You do this every time. <laughs> it's almost like you're. It's almost like you're Charo. Like you're just the guest goody, every goody, time. Goody, goody, goody. Like oh, goody, 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 goody. It, it's the ten step commandments. Yeah. And we're up to step eight. I think it's seven. Or eight. Whatever. Why it doesn't matter the number. Why don't you just tell me what tonight's commandment is? Tonight's commandment. Well, do you want to, to do you want to back up and do you want to tell the mysterious story about the about the girl pushing her mom out the out the window or the or the, right. the, the, the the sister who was getting eaten out by her brother while she was on her period in the tub? <laughs> okay, so the first these are all references to previous podcasts, so you have to listen to so them. You have to go back. So you have to go back and you have listen. To suffer through hours and hours to find this. So I was watching a TV show with my daughter. Not Knight Rider, which you've established. Right, and I, and I will tell you which TV show at the last one. But Tales of the Golden Monkey? So I was watching a TV show, and um, there was a, a woman who was an adult who was taking care of her mother who was dying in the hospital, and they were, like, doing each other's nails. And uh, actually, the daughter was doing the mother's nails. And the mother was giving her all sorts of, like, last pearls of wisdom because she was dying. But she wasn't, like, actively dying. She was getting her nails done. And they were chit-chatting. Go up and down, not across. So she um, went to open up the window or something, and the mother had died. Well, probably from the fall. And (laughs) the mother was in the bed. Oh. She came back around. She shut the whole bed out the window? She came back around and saw that her mom had died. And it got me thinking, what are, like... What are the most important tidbits that I would want my kids to know? Don't push me out the fucking window. That would be one of them. Um, so uh, tonight's is going to be. Um, it's based on. Oh God. What I learned when I turned like forty-five years old. Oh, gravity sucks. <laughs> so your boobs really do fall. Oh my God. So um, is this is this podcast also sponsored by Mountain Dew? No. So I. Um, I, I, in like two years ago, I think, or th- three years ago, maybe at this point, I don't even remember. Maybe it was like two years ago. You were 34. I was 28. Again. And I did my year of fear. Okay. And I wrote, I write about this a lot. Uh-huh. But 
this is not like jumping out of a plane, although I could have done that. There were right after your nails were done and the kid was there. <laughs> right. No, there there's there's um there were some things that I did in my year of fear that um were frightening to me, like physically frightening, like going on a trapeze and you know standing over a mirror. No. Uh jumping off that cliff into the water. Onto a mirror. You know, and but there's other things that I did. I, I decided that it was pretty much going to live outside my comfort zone. Was pretty much what the year of fear was about. Renaissance and fair. Even though today, even though I'm still not doing my technical year of fear, now it's just the year of me. Uh-huh. Um, each year I have a different thing. I'm the Gwyneth Paltrow egg cleansing. I still have kept up with my year of fear, and I'm always going to be that way. In that I'm going to say yes to things that scare me. I actually read a really good book by Chandra Rhimes, and it was all about this. And I was like, hey, she swiped my shit, because that's what I've been doing. But it's really we pretty... Should, we should write her. Yeah, but we should. She, she may be listening. If she's listening, I'm you're my soul sister. I'm telling you, we had the same exact thing. And it's um, saying yes to things that scare you. And so... <laughs> what's so funny? <laughs> He's turning red. Do you want some water? What's so funny? <clears throat> no, I'm good. What's so funny? Saying yes to things that scare you. So help me Christ, if this turns into a conversation about anal, I may shit myself. No, no, no. Which it's... would be rather ironic. No, I, I have to tell you folks, that's <laughs> oh not God. what I'm that's not what I'm talking oh about. God. Oh it hurts. I'm I'm not talking about anal. I think I hurt my back. Okay, good. <laughs> you deserve it. Um, the only way I'm talking about anal is I'm putting a strap on and looping up and giving it to you up the ass. That's fine. I'll go first. So I wasn't born married. So no, that's good. As long as you go second, I'll go first. So um, I oh. want them to oh, fuck. I'm sweating. I want them to now. You know what it's like with me and my hot flashes. All of a God. sudden, you just start heating up. Oh God! I want them to live outside their comfort zone. I want them to <gasps> do things that scare them i don't want them to get into i guess a rut or do only things that are safe or or things that come naturally or and and it doesn't have to be big things listen i i don't wear these like big chandelier dangling earrings but god help me i bought a fucking pair and i've been wearing them because it's just not me or i tried different clothes i tried different things you know one of perfect examples one of the earliest things i did was i didn't do any exercise whatsoever i hate going to the gym i never go to the gym i never do it and uh, my best friend called me up from childhood. She had gotten into CrossFit. You couldn't get more extreme. And I was like, she explains what CrossFit was to me on the phone. And I said, that is something that's so not me. That is something that I wouldn't enjoy. That's something that I never would do. That if anybody saw me there, they'd be like, literally, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, that's not you. That just going through all that and saying that, I was like, okay, I have to do it. It's things like that, you know, and so I definitely think that you have to do things that scare you in order for you to realize, maybe you're going to realize, who knows, you may like it in the case of jumping off the cliff and doing the trapeze. I'll never forget doing the trapeze where you walk up the trapeze and there is no, Mark wasn't with me, so I'll explain it a little, but there was no um, net whatsoever so if you fall when you're going up this vertical ladder you're up shit's creek you're over concrete I, I, I believe there was some sort of net involved no 
not up the not the, not up the ladder. No, I don't think climbing the ladder was the was the challenge. Oh, I think. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not. It I'm was not minimizing it. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that was a scary shit climbing up climbing up the ladder, probably like two or three stories. But I'm saying when you were out there swinging on the trapeze. Yes, there's you, a net. There's a net on the yes, bottom. Yes, but I'm not explaining that part yet. Oh, sorry. I'm explaining just walking up the ladder. I was sweating. Girl says, girl says anal. I laugh. Now I'm an asshole. I, I was sweating. I, I wanted to come back down and they wouldn't <clears> let <throat> me. And I was with my friend Donna who did it after me. And she was like, no, no, no. It, to the point where the guy who worked there had to go up the ladder behind me to convince me to keep going. And... I was terrified, terrified. And then I went and I swung on the thing and yes, there's a net and I let go and I fell and all that and I was fine. And this he, guy turned to me and he's like, that's awesome. First time fear, second time fun. And I was like, no fucking mind. No fucking mind. He's like, everybody does this. First time fear, second time fun. And I was like, no, there's no fun in, in my future. No, no, no. First time fear, only time fear. I'm not going up again. So I'm not saying that you have to, you know, I tried it. I did it. And that was enough for me. I didn't have to, like, keep doing it. I didn't have to, you know. And I'm not saying to do anything that's reckless or ridiculous or dangerous. I'm just saying that, you know, uh, I have to give a speech in in the end of uh, next month. And I'm pretty nervous about it. My first inclination when they first asked me to give this speech was... um, you know, do you want to do it? And I could have very easily gotten somebody else to do it. Or I could have just said no and not gone and done it at all. But I'm going to do the thing that scares me. And I'm going to go up there and I'm going to probably make an ass of myself. And I'm going to no, probably do such a shit-ass no, speech. No, no, you're going to be great. Oh, yeah, girls. The other thing you should do is always think positive. Um, I, I just... I'm positive I'm going to fuck uh, up. Yeah, I'm totally positive that I'm going to, like, no, you know. you're going to be fine. But that's what I'm saying. I, I think that, you know, what's your take on this, my friend? Um, living outside your comfort zone? Yeah. 100%. Couldn't agree more. You know what? You have to, yes, try things that scare you, but you also have to, you have to know when... It's not, it's not about, you know what, I'm going to do this because it scares me and it's going to be good for me and I'm just going to do it. Yes, that's great. But there's also, you know, sometimes you're, we were just talking about a, a situation earlier tonight where, for, at least for, to turn it to me, uh, early, early on, God, almost 20 years ago, I saw I saw my life going in a direction that I was not fond of, and it was just I wasn't where I needed to be, and just everything was just kind of spiraling out of control, and I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what, I gotta I gotta just I have to take the road less traveled. I have to. <clears throat> That's my favorite poem. The road less traveled. Uh huh. Robert Frost. Well, with your directional skills, I have find no surprise. None. In, in I'm this lost whatsoever. constantly. All yeah. the time. I'm always the taking time. the road less traveled. How many traveled. times? How many goddamn times do we have to sit in the car where I'm driving? You're sitting in the passenger seat. Will you? This is not even an exaggeration. We're gonna go way off tangent now. You have sat there. You have an iPad. You have your phone. You have my phone, sitting in your lap, and you're like, "Well, fuck! I don't know where we're going." I was like, "L." <laughs> 
Hell, if only you had some sort of a device. If only you had some sort of a device that you could look up directions or look up a map. And you were like, yeah, you know what, that's a great idea. I'm going to call my mom. You, your mother, who is, what, 70? Who has never driven in her entire life. And, and rather than going to, I don't know, the gigantic map icon on any one of these devices, you're going to call your mom and you're going to ask her for directions. She's going to say, well, go down by that barn where the cows are and then take a left. My mom's going to be so <sighs> excited hearing this. You want to know why? Because she doesn't listen to podcasts? No, because she's 77. She's not 70. But the fact that you think she's 70 is she's glorious. She's a very young 77. Yeah. She's, she, she'll always be 70 to me. She'll like that. <clears throat> she will. But my, my whole point was, I found my life going in a direction that, that I was... I, I, it, it wasn't going to turn out well. Porn? So, no, I'm getting to that. That's Glory where, That's where I turned it around. It, you you want to you talk about Glory <laughs> Hill? You want to talk about Glory Hill? Okay, fine. Okay, another, another Ellen directional skill here. We're going to veer off again. Ellen still does not understand what a glory hole is. I said, I said, every time she says glory, I say hole. And every time she goes, oh, how about we watch glory hole? And she, I, I don't even know what that means. I was like, yes, you do. We've talked about this a number of times. I know, she I was like, forgetting. She was like, the vagina? I said, no. So... The for, anus? For, so, for for those of you out there, hopefully, Elle, your mom is listening and can and can call or write in. And my mom maybe, totally would know what a glory hole is. She would actually write a letter and put a stamp on it, and she would mail it, even though she lives two hundred and fifty feet away from us. Yeah. Uh, she's not like in some zombie apocalypse hut in our backyard, but she she lives like three houses down. I want one of from, those. From a, well, I want you to have one of those. Maybe sooner rather than later. We have Allison and Brian's little hut. We 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 do, but <clears throat> we have a friend, and they have a little one of those cute little sheds in their backyard. Cute little sheds. And I'm telling you, <laughs> it's, it's shed. It's a shed, but it looks like their house. You know, like it's got, it's really cute. And uh, I'm telling you, that's where the zombie apocalypse. That's where you, they're gonna put me in. They're gonna they're, that's they're gonna, where chain they're gonna chain me up. Yeah. We're gonna chain us up, and then we're just gonna sit there and we're just gonna eat each other. Oh. <laughs> I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about now. You were talking oh, yeah. about life, life was going to shit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. So you know what? I, I say, you know what, I have to I have to do something different. I have to make a change. I have to get outside of my comfort zone because my comfort zone right now is not working for me. And I was twenty one years old and I woke one I woke up one morning and I enlisted in the Air Force. Now, I'm not saying that my kids should go and listen to the Air Force, although I'm saying for certain people the, that career choice is a, a fantastic idea. But what I'm, what I'm saying is for me at that time in my life, I had, to make, I had to make a change, and it was a scary fucking change. I don't care how old you are. That's a, that's a big commitment and a big life change, but I embraced it. I embraced it, and I said, this is going to be an exciting new chapter in my life and this is going to be something that is hopefully going to set me on the path that I need to be. So living outside of your comfort zone, hundred percent. I think the I think the the I think highways are just paved with dead squirrels who couldn't make a decision one way or the other. I what? Dead squirrels? Mortally wounded squirrels, is that better? 
You don't hem and haw. Make a choice. If that choice is I, a little scary, still make the choice. I think you made up that whole squirrely phrase. Well, the highways are paved with dead squirrels. The, the highways are paved with squirrels who couldn't make a decision. I, I don't think that's an expression at all. It's going to be a meme by the time you wake up tomorrow. That's right. Okay, that's right. so our, look our on living. Our listeners are going to go. They're going to go so bananas. It's going to be plantanas. That's how crazy they're gonna go for my new meme. Do we have to have a do we do we have to have a a, a new a new L C and D meme? I think we're gonna have to, yeah. Oh but no, we may. Well, I think we're gonna have to start our memes up again. I think no, not the Hay Girls. No, not the Hay Girls. I can't. No. I can't keep track. For for the one listener, Herbert, um oh, another so tangent. another tangent was very funny. Um, somebody just recently asked me why you stopped doing that. They're like, I used to actually get up every morning and look forward to it. And it's so crazy when it's not even somebody that you know very well who, who's like doing this and tells you this. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So tell the, start at the, start at the beginning because, because airtime is free. Yeah. So start at the beginning of, of the, of the, the, Hey girl, the Hey girl. So I made mention to Mark, which was like the stupidest thing I could have done. (laughs) It was like, I was asking for it. I don't even know what possessed me to say this, but. You know those Hey Girl, Ryan Gosling memes that were really, really popular? It's like, hey girl, good luck on your finals. Hey girl, I'm sorry my shirt fell off. Yeah, and it's like Ryan Gosling with no shirt. So they became insanely popular, and for some reason they irked me. And I stupidly said to Mark, oh my God, those are so annoying. So the next morning I woke up, and, and every day after that for about a week, to a Ryan Gosling meme. Um, for... Over three months. No, no, no. To a Ryan Gosling meme. Oh, okay. Mark okay. first started where he would find these Ryan Gosling memes, and then every morning he would put them up on there for me. And a, a co-worker of Mark's... That's right. That's who right. used to work with Mark. Right. Who's a, a good friend of ours. Um, she's a very good friend. Yeah, she is. Um, I don't know if she's listening, but hi, very good friend. Hi, Cali. Hi, Cali. So Cali wrote on Mark's wall, come on, Mark, you know you could make something better than that. <clears throat> So Mark then started to take photos, personal photos, either of me, of him, or whatever. We went back and It didn't matter. And he started writing his own Hey Girl memes. Dick pics. No. And he posted them on my wall on Facebook every single morning. And I have to tell you, talented he is. He made me laugh. And everybody else. They would, every morning I would get one on my wall and they were absolutely hysterical. They were really funny. Um, again, to the point where all my friends used to be like, uh, this is brilliant. We get up and we look, we look on your wall for them. This went on for months. Month. I, I did, I did probably about what? 120 of them. Like it went on for like three or four months. Yeah. Like every goddamn day. Every it was, day, it was it was like the, it was it was the it was like my own meme challenge, like how long can you go? And one was funnier than the next with all these pictures. I mean, we would start going away on trips where I would catch him. I caught him on a mountain taking a selfie. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like smiling. I was like, <clears throat> "It's for a goddamn meme, isn't it?" He just <clears throat> would take pictures for the sole purpose. So um, they were very funny. So yeah, we should have some sort of living clean and dirty meme thing. That's what he was talking about. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. But to, I'm sorry. To to that was. We're very tangenty today. That was that was enough. That was enough tangents 
as if it was, hey, Elle, give me directions how to get to the grocery store. And all of a sudden, we're three towns away. So I'm not yes, really good I, with directions. I'm directionally challenged. You're, uh, I didn't marry you for your navigational skills. No, that's, that's for sure. I'm sure. But uh, Magellan, you're not. No. But um, to to your point, I think I think that is an excellent excellent lesson for for anybody at any stage of their life is fucking live outside the box. If you're if you know if if you're take the road less traveled. I can't all believe the, you're all gonna, the cliches. You're gonna actually let live outside the box. You're gonna make a box reference and you're not I, gonna. I looked. I looked. At, uh, yeah. I looked. At, I mean. I, I looked over at you. I okay, was like, I you know, just, I mean, not for me. Me, I, I like to live in the box. I know. It's too easy of a joke. I mean, it's, but not, you know something? it's not that late yet. That's my point, was that I first started really doing this actively at 44, 45, something like that. Oh, in the future? Yes, that's right, because I'm 29 a gazillion times. It's not too late. So even for you, Herbert, or um, which I hope you're enjoying your new Jeep, and um, I, I think that... Maybe that is Herbert living outside the box. Maybe he's like, he's a Kia guy. Or maybe he like drives a Saturn. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Elle. This is a friend. Maybe. Jesus. Yeah, maybe he's the type of guy who like. Oh my God, owns... he's going to be so mad. No, what did he have? Maybe he had a, he had a Camry. Oh a Toyota God. Camry. Oh maybe, and... What? Let's just go, let's just go balls out. Herbert, it, great job finally getting rid of your cabriolet convertible. <laughs> maybe, no, maybe. Probably because everybody asked, does your vagina fit in that car? And you went out and you got a very manly Jeep. Maybe he drives just, a Crown. Just, why don't you just Do they take still make Crown Vicks? Crown Vicks? Yes, but I've been in the back of a couple, but I've never driven yeah. one. So maybe he got up and he was like, I'm going to live outside the box and I'm going to get a Jeep. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying is, Herbert, good for you. Poor bastard just shaking his head right now. He's like, oh my God. And I think, no, I think it's terrific. I think everybody <clears throat> should do one thing this one week. Thing, one thing that scares you. One thing this week coming up. That's right. You get up, you listen to this. This is an amazing, amazing segue into Glory Hole. No, I, I'm scared. <laughs> even, the, even the dog is like, whoa. Fuck this! I'm out. Don't make me Google it. So I think uh, no, because they're gonna have to delete your search history if you, in case something happens to you. So, uh, yeah, you don't want to have that. And the police is like, your wife was looking up a lot of glory holes, and then you're gonna have to say she confused it with a volcano. We're taking a trip to Maui. So I think. Oh my God! We're going to Hawaii. <laughs> when? No. When should I pack? <laughs> No, 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 Oh, no. my God. I'm going to have to buy new tank tops. No, you have to. It was it was just a lie for the police about the glory hole. Then you lie to the cops? Yeah. That's not, that's not, try something new. Let's lie to the police. No, I think everybody should take my advice and make pretend that you're my kid and do something that's not something that you normally do. If it's, even if it's something small like you eat at IHOP. <laughs> And you go to Denny's instead. Dude, what are you looking at me for? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for help here. You, you're looking for help? Are you, that's Well, if you're talking about IHOP, you're actually dealing with an international call. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I, I, dig, I dig what you're saying. I get it. I completely get it. It's, in all seriousness, it's do, do something scary. Do... You, you know what? Try out, try out for, try out for 
The you know, Glee Club. For the Glee Club. Try out for, you know, uh, soccer. Uh, you know what? Walk up, walk up to, walk up to, you know, uh, a, a friend in your class. Uh, you know, this is what I would tell my kids. Walk up to the to the new girl or the new boy who started in school and just say hi. How are you? My name is Glory Hole. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And if you're a parent, we're parents. I know that's like fucking <laughs> shocking. <laughs> Not only is it shocking, but it is fucking alarming. Right. So my daughter, um, there's this like contest and she always goes to this contest. It's a, it's a pretty sought after sort of contest. Chainsaw juggling. It's a musical thing. And she goes for, uh, for chorus. And she, you know, I had to catch myself. Look, I've been practicing my own year of, of fear. And instead, I, I didn't even, it took me a while to embrace my daughter's. And uh, she came up to me and she said, you know, I'm thinking of going for viola. Now, I got to tell you, she's been playing the viola a number of years. And um, I never really heard her practice. She's not very good. But, uh, you know, yeah, she's not Yo-Yo Ma. Now, for all you people who are going <laughs> to for all you people who are gonna write in and tell me that Yo-Yo Ma does not play the viola, I'm, I'm not a fucking asshole, okay? I know. Yo-Yo Ma plays the sitar. Yeah, I Do, know. Would you, would you like to... Put some head on that. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Yo-Yo Ma is so good that I can actually see him. I wouldn't be surprised if he did play the sitar. I know he doesn't play the viola, okay? It's late and I had to come up with somebody. And quite honestly, I don't know a fucking famous viola player. John Tesh. He plays the piano. I, I don't want to fight, but John Tesh is known for his mad viola skills. Okay, so John Tesh. So, you want to put some head on No, 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 no. <laughs> So, um, you know who was a magnificent viola player ooh, in his spare time? Oh, God, who? Lee Van Cleef. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was. I bet he was. So she said to Would me... Would you like to... No, no, no. <laughs> so she said to me, I want to go to this uh, thing. And anybody can kind of go. And I said, did you speak to your orchestra teacher? And she's like, yeah, he said I could do it. And I almost actually, for a split second, I had to stop. And I almost talked her out of it i almost said why are you gonna go you have no interest you have but you know what she was the one who was living outside the box she was the one who said no i want to go and god damn it if she didn't go give up her lunch periods and meet with the the uh orchestra teacher she practiced and you know what she did really well she got like a as far on the point scale she got like 24 out of 26 no, she got 26 tw- out of 28. I don't want to fight. Um, yeah. You want to put some head on that score? Oh, you know what? I'll put some head on that score. I happen to know for a fact that my kid got a 26 out of 28 on that. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll bet your head. I, I will. I, I will, will not I will. have to give you Lee Van Cleef. No, 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 no. I'm saying I will offer up a face ride if I'm wrong. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, sure. I, you're wrong, so it doesn't matter. I'm getting right. a face, you're getting a face ride. Hop on. So, um, all right, so thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Check, please. I have to go brush my teeth. <laughs> so, um, all I'm saying is, like, even you're going to you're gonna spit out your drink. Even I have to stop and say, you know what? No, you're supposed to encourage. And so, even if, this is my point to you, um, faithful listener, even if you yourself don't take the plunge, although you said you would, you, you all agreed you should. to do. You and should. you should. When somebody else that you love is going to do something outside the box, 
you stop for a second and instead of laughing in their fucking face, which is what your instinct's going to be, you stop and you say, you know what? I think you should. So I'm going to leave it on that note. All right. I think that's a fine note to leave it on. I think, I think all the kidding aside and all the segues and all the weird wrong turns and to be brutally honest, we didn't even talk about Chuck Norris. No, no, we'll no, do that we'll, in the next we'll, one. We'll talk about Chuck Norris next time. Right. So it, we're gonna we're gonna leave that Chuck Norris cliffhanger. But I think that's I think of all of them, this one this one might be my favorite. Not not the podcast, but I mean the 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 leave and cleave me getting ahead podcast. I think for obvious reasons is my favorite. But you know the you, trying something trying something new trying something that you find potentially scary. I think that might be my favorite. Uh, and we're ten, not talking <clears throat> anal, just so everybody knows that. All right, this is no longer my favorite. I just want to point that out right there. So thank you, everybody, for listening to Living Clean and Dirty. Don't forget, we are more than just a podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter, and that way you'll never miss out. Bye. All right, I'll have to brush my teeth. Good night. That's going to do it for us today, but I promise you, the filth continues on Twitter and Facebook. Also, check out our website, livingcleananddirty.com. Like us, follow us, stalk us, and subscribe to us so you'll be in the know when a new article or podcast drops to give you your daily dose of dirty. And always remember, every time you listen, there's a little bit more of me in you.